0: and welcome to On the Air with Palantir, a podcast by palantir.net, where we go in-depth on topics related to the business of web design and development. It's April 2016, and this is episode four. I'm Allison Manley, an account manager at Palantir, and today we're going to give a preview of what to expect from the upcoming DrupalCon in New Orleans, which is taking place May 9th through the 13th. The website is drupalcon.org if you want to see more. I'm a newbie to DrupalCon, this will be my very first one. So I gathered a bunch of my seasoned colleagues here at Palantir who have attended in the past to get their thoughts on the upcoming conference. I am here with three of my fabulous colleagues that are going to be attending DrupalCon with me. So I have Lauren Birwa, who's one of our senior front-end developers. Hi. I've also got George Demet, founder and CEO. Hello. Thank you for joining. And Larry Garfield, Senior Architect and Community Outreach. How are you? Hello, world. (laughs) So what we're doing here is basically a preview of DrupalCon. DrupalCon is coming up in a couple weeks in New Orleans, which is very exciting. Um, How many DrupalCons is this for each of you?
1: I think this will be number 21.
0: Out of how many? How many have there been?
1: Maybe 25. Yeah, I'm a staple at this point. (laughs) yeah it's a good question um not as many
2: as you larry but uh probably if i had to guess probably between 15 and 20
3: i'm actually only on number two for cons so (laughs) not a whole lot compared to these guys all right
0: well i'm a complete newbie so we'll get to that later um what i can expect but before we get to um what most people, what new people can expect from DrupalCon or what a DrupalCon is about. We know that Drupal was started by Dries Boitart. Did I pronounce that correctly?
1: Uh, close enough for an American. Okay.
0: <laughs> what is the correct pronunciation, please?
1: Well, I'm an American too. So <laughs> Dries Boitart, I think, is closer, but don't quote me on that.
0: Okay. All right. so.
1: Dries, feel free to correct us. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm sure you will later. So, what is DrupalCon about?
1: DrupalCon is the summit of the community. Uh, It is the largest Drupal in-person event in the world by a very wide margin. It's a place for the whole community of whatever stripe to gather and discuss, learn, teach, plan, work, play, drink, and several other things along the same lines. So a lot of conferences are very developer-centric or very business-centric or very whatever. DrupalCon is, these days, DrupalCon is a web conference with a Drupal angle to it, really. There's sessions for back-end developers. There's sessions for front-end developers. There's sessions for project managers. There's sessions for content strategists. There's sessions for business owners. Whatever you do, if it involves Drupal or web in some way, there's at least a couple of sessions that are worth going to for you.
2: Yeah, I, I would agree. And I, I would say even if you don't, uh, you know, do Drupal, if you're not uh, somebody who's really immersed in the technology or the community, um, it's, it's still a conference with really great value. Um, you can get a lot out of it. And particularly, I think, you know, for folks who are who are new to DrupalCon, it uh, it's a really great way to kind of like immediately get, really connected with the community in a often rather overwhelming way. We're a very friendly and welcoming community, sometimes a little overly so.
3: Yeah, I would like to think of DrupalCon as our family reunion for all Drupalers. You know, We're there to learn, we're there to share, but mostly we're there to collaborate. Um, And that can happen in sessions, that can happen at happy hours, that can happen anywhere. Um, But it's a great way to get plugged into the community. So I am a newbie. As we said, this will be my first. So what
0: should I expect from DrupalCon? Am I just going to walk in and be completely overwhelmed at first? Yes. Okay. Okay.
3: (laughs) I think at my first DrupalCon, yes. Overwhelmed. Definitely expect to be overwhelmed no matter what. Um, But... Feel comfortable, feel welcomed. Everybody is excited for newcomers. Everybody's excited to get to know you, to hear your ideas. Um, So stand up and talk and listen and and ask questions and go up to people that intimidate you and, and tell them that you're huge fans and that you work with their tools every day and that you like what you saw on this blog post and they'll be flattered and they'll want to hear what you think and they'll want to know why or why not you agree or disagree. Um, but talk to everybody. Talk to them on Twitter. Talk to them in person. Talk to them at bars. Everything you can do to soak up as much information as possible. That's always my number one. Yeah.
1: The main thing you should expect at DrupalCon is 3,000 introverts playing extroverts who really want to talk to you and really want to teach you things because that's what they do. And if you're up for talking to people you've only heard of, or never heard of and just learning from every person you run across you'll do just fine
2: yeah and and i think you know the the thing so when we're at our booth uh every year uh, without fail i'll be standing there and someone will just kind of come up to me and they'll they'll have like the look on their eyes that you know it's very clear that this is their first time they're feeling very overwhelmed and uh and it's really funny. They'll, they'll, you know, this happens every time. Put down their, their. Come to, come like, make eye contact. Uh, come over to the booth, pull out their program guy and be like, "Where do I go?" Right. And, uh, and it, there's so many different like things you can do, and places you can go, and sessions you can uh, experience. And it really is about. Um, I, I think for folks who are going, it's it's really taking a look at the sessions. Figuring out what do I want to get out of this event, and and focusing on that, and uh, you know, and if you are like getting overwhelmed, yeah, just find a friendly face, and uh, they'll more than more than likely be able to help you out and help point you in the right direction. Uh, you know, say, oh yeah, I know I know that person who's doing that session. They're awesome. Go to that session. Uh, if you want to learn about this, so and so is like the world's expert in that. Um, all kinds of just opportunities to really kind of just soak everything in um, and uh, yeah learn what you can Uh, it's it's a really fun really intense time
0: great I'm looking forward to it so every year Dries gives a keynote and it's fairly spectacular I've seen a bunch of them on YouTube they're very involved what are you anticipating this year from the Dries note as he calls it
1: I have no idea what Dries is planning. <laughs> I think the best talk he's, the best keynote he's given in recent years was in Amsterdam, where he was talking about actual practical changes to our process. That's where he introduced the plan for commit credits on the site, which you know got implemented later, and I think that's been a great thing to help encourage um, contribution from companies and clients and. Commercial organizations, which we absolutely need. Yeah, I'd like to see something inward-looking. Uh, by that point, Drupal eight point one will have just come out, and that'll be you know the first time we've done that type of release in, I think, ever, uh, in Drupal. So uh, I suspect he'll be talking about that and the implications of being able to evolve the system uh, more smoothly than in the past. That's that, that's my prediction, such as it is. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I would say um, we're actually at a place right now where we don't know entirely what's next for Drupal. We're not waiting on D8 anymore. There's a whole a whole slew of things out there, and so I agree that the future of Drupal is going to be a big topic. Um, I think in addition to that, this is our good chance, and this is Dries' good chance to really press on contribution and to recruit people. A lot of a lot of our hardcore developers that help build D8. Um, are feeling a little burnt out They they too are celebrating the release but at the and in addition to that they're feeling a little bit burnt out after years and years of press to get it there so I think contribution is going to be a really big topic this year and I think trying to figure out how to get people involved and get new blood in the system and new ideas um, to really push us towards that future is going to be important
0: that's a lot to cover in one keynote <laughs>
2: fantastic the expectations are always incredibly high for <laughs> these things and sometimes you know uh you know and it's really often kind of too much to ask right <laughs> that that one person will be able to cover this much in an hour or hour and 15 but uh one thing that's you know I've seen is that sometimes you know when when Drees delivers he really delivers in a in a really great way and so um but I also know that it's really hard to do that. and uh, you know, so so hopefully uh, everything will click in place. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Great, me too. So what are the big talking points in Drupal right now? Obviously, I can assume Drupal 8. What else do you think will be the big things?
3: So I know a big focus of this year's DrupalCon is actually um, a lot of the front-end frameworks and performance. Um, they're kind of, brand- like we said earlier, um, it's really a dev conference with Drupal in the background. And so we're really trying to branch out as a community and accept some of the other new things going on in tech right now. And I know that that's going to be a big press this year.
1: Yeah, there's a whole lot of sessions on the you know, front-end frameworks, like Lauren was saying, and around the discussions that have been happening around should Drupal have a front-end framework baked into it like Angular or Ember, or should we do something along those lines with comp- our own components, or should we ignore all of that, or should we whatever. Um, so there's actually a new track uh, for this con called Horizons that has pie in the sky ideas is kind of the, the point of that track. So we'd actually have the project lead of Angular talking. We have the project lead of Ember talking, Um, and there's a number of other sessions along similar lines. We've got a core conversation that was originally supposed to be a moderated fight between people who wanted a front-end framework and people who didn't. I think it's turned into now a, you know, those people have already fought and have a plan now, and what's that plan? But we'll see. Um, Yeah, definitely the front-end in JavaScript is one of the big talking points. Another I know in core conversations we have is, uh, as Lauren was talking about burnout, we have I think two, maybe it's three sessions on time management and burning yourself out and managing volunteers and you know how to, you know what what happens when people leave Drupal and how can we learn from the people who have so that you know we don't lose. You know, people will always come and go in any project but how do we do that in the most graceful fashion so that it's good for those people and good for the project? that's uh another talk we have there um and then of course continuing the get off the island uh, angle we have a symphony track uh, as we have the last couple of years we have a dedicated php track that's non-drupal specific php that uh, we actually collaborated with php architect on i was one of the track chairs for that it's the first time we've had it in north america we've had it in europe um, and then you know the horizons track includes a lot of you know big picture ideas outside of drupal so there's a lot of you know that kind of what what new stuff outside of the normal drupal experience should we be looking at and taking stuff from
3: I think it's really great, in addition to what Larry was saying, is um, there's a new spotlight on mental health in the tech industry, and that's going to be a big issue. You're starting to see real sessions on mental health and taking care of yourself as a developer. But I also think it's going to be a hot-button issue for boffs, and you're going to see a lot of people talking about it outside of sessions as well, and how to cope with this environment. Okay, wait a minute. Can we define boff? <laughs> my apologies Uh, BOF is an acronym for birds of a feather it's a group talk um where people of like-minded ideas or people interested in the same ideas get together and have us have a conversation about it as opposed to somebody getting up and presenting on a topic it's a more casual inner close way to discuss some of the issues that are popular
2: yeah absolutely um you know, and, and and so one of the other hats I wear in the Drupal community is um, serving on the the community working group, and and I know that we've been talking internally about a lot of the the challenges that we've seen with folks experiencing burnout, and um, you know, trying to uh, work on ways to help improve, um, you know, provide more communication tools and resources, particularly for folks in the core development community. And uh, so I'm really happy to see an increased focus on that, not just at this DrupalCon, but at the last couple DrupalCons. And I think we're going to continue to have more and more, uh, you know, hopefully more structured, uh, you know, programs and resources so that, you know, people can contribute in a way that is sustainable in the long run. The other uh, kind of big topic uh, or trend that I'm seeing uh, is, uh, I think there, there's a, there's a little bit of a, a question or tension, and I think this ties into a lot of the sort of technical questions uh, about the extent to which uh, you know, Drupal is a, is a product and Drupal is a software platform, i.e., uh, you know, if you think about it in terms of Legos, right? Is it, uh, is it a big box of a whole bunch of Legos that you can put together in any kind of different shape or form to create whatever you want? Or is it more kind of a Lego construction kit uh, that's got all the tools you need to build, you know, say a truck or a boat or whatever? And um, to And the extent to which you know, we move in one direction and and make Drupal more of a polished product, does that undermine our ability to be incredibly flexible? And so these questions like, you know, do we have, you know, a decoupled front end? Do we, uh, you know, how do we approach, uh, you know, questions like, you know, content workflow and management and all this stuff, and, and how much is that prescribed by the system? Uh, these are all really important questions that, um, you know, we're going to have to, as a community, you know, uh, come to some sort of agreement or consensus on um, as we move forward.
1: Just a side note on the mental health front, uh, our th- third keynote uh, for Thursday morning this time is from Michael Schmidt, a uh, long Drupaler. He's talking on um, brain health and mental health and, and so forth. So, yeah, it's Definitely an area worth worth the time that it's being given, which is considerable and as it should be.
0: Okay, great. Well, I am I definitely wanna to get to some of the sessions that you're excited about. So there are 13 tracks total in DrupalCon this year. Some of them are new this year, as you mentioned earlier, and they cover quite a range of topics. So there is something for everybody. I am not an engineer myself, but there's plenty for me to <laughs> absorb at this conference because the the tracks are so varied. Um, and I haven't counted actually how many sessions there are in total spread across those 13 tracks.
1: I think it's 131 or something like that.
0: Wow. So yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of information being shared. Um, so outside of the Palantiri led sessions, cause we are leading three, which we'll cover in a bit, which sessions are you most excited about, uh, aside from the one you just mentioned?
1: I'd say I'm most looking forward to some of the core conversations on burnout and on community management and on, um, you know, how do we, how do we keep this process sustainable? Because, you know, the way we, we went about Drupal 8 is not sustainable. Uh, It was necessary. That level of work was necessary for the project, but, um, that, that kind of surge mentality of throw warm bodies at it. And work extra hard to make sure it all gets done, is not a good way of developing software, open source or not. And I'm looking forward to the discussions that are, are already slated around, okay, how do we not do that? How do we make Drupal successful, or more successful? How do we um, make our people more successful, while still respecting the fact that people have lives, people have limits, people have families, and you know we don't want to inadvertently pressure people to sacrifice those. No one consciously tries to do that, but there's an unconscious pressure for that at times. How do we counteract that in a healthy fashion? So that's, I think, topic-wise, that's the stuff I'm most looking forward to, probably followed by some of the uh, front-end framework discussions.
3: Um, yeah, as a front-end developer, I'm I'm interested in some of the config management and D8, some of the front-end frameworks. Um, I'll definitely be at those. But... Um, outside of that, I'm also really looking forward to some of the content strategy and UX things. Um, D8 accessibility, content strategy and popular culture. Um, some of these look really, look really interesting. Um, I know there's one on lessons from WordPress that I think is going to be really great as well. So I think that there's a lot of great sessions regardless of what you're specifically interested in.
2: Yeah, so... Unfortunately, one of the things about being someone in my position is that I don't really get to go to sessions very <laughs> much. Uh, so so I, I actually have not looked too much yet at the program schedule, though. But you will, of course. I will, certainly. And uh, I, w- I will pick out a few sessions, and I will put them on my calendar, and I will intend to go to them, and then inevitably something else will pull me away, and I'll end up watching it, uh, watching the recording after the fact. Uh, but
0: luckily they are all recorded. But they are all yes. recorded
2: and and they've gotten really, really good at making sure that those session recordings are up within usually a day or two of when they're recorded, which is uh, a very impressive logistical feat. So um, I'm really happy to see that. I'm also, um, in addition to Michael Schmidt or uh, Schnitzel's, uh, that's his, his nickname, uh, his keynote, I'm I'm also very much looking forward to, and, and hopefully I don't uh, destroy her name here, if I do, hopefully, we can correct it in, in <laughs> post-production. Uh, Sarah Wachter-Betcher, uh, uh, who's uh, doing a keynote on um, content and design, uh, and you know I've read a lot of her stuff, and uh, I'm really excited uh, to hear what she's going to have to say for the Drupal community. I think uh, one of the great things over the last few years, we've really started thinking a lot more about design uh, as a project, which uh, uh, is really important uh, and, and really challenging, particularly for an open source project uh, to kind of come together and uh, you know, really prioritize not just what the software does, but how people interact with it.
1: That's actually something that we've been seeing not just in the visual design aspect. Uh, we have a session in the PHP track I'm really looking forward to called Your API is a UI. And the idea that code should be designed too the same kind of thought you put into user experience for someone pushing buttons also needs to go into someone, you know, writing code. And that's something else that the community has been starting to get their head around in the last couple of years. Um, So I'm really excited for that session and others like it that uh, push that concept.
0: Well, let's talk about the ones that Palantir is leading. So we have three. The first one, PHP 7, the new, new PHP.
1: I I talk about new stuff. Uh, (laughs) this is a talk I've given uh, at a few PHP conferences. It's not Drupal specific at all. Uh, It's in the PHP track. Uh, PHP 7 was released last fall right after Drupal 8 was. Uh, It actually, its release date was pushed back because of Drupal, we kept finding bugs. Um, But if you have not, For the developers and sysadmins in the room, if you have not tried out PHP 7 yet, you really need to. It's got a ton of really nice new features, which I talk about in the session, and it's also twice as fast. And I'm not just showing marketing numbers. There are companies that have said they shut down half their servers by switching to PHP 7. It is dramatically faster. So I'd say within, I mean, Drupal 8 requires PHP 5.5 or later, I would say within six months, if you're not running Drupal 8 on PHP 7, you're doing it wrong. You're leaving money on the table. You're hindering your own developers. Uh, So come to the session. I'll tell you all the reasons why as a developer, you really, really, really want to be using PHP 7 right now.
0: Really, really, really.
1: (laughs) Really, really, really.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So your second session is D8 module acceleration program.
1: Yeah, this isn't a normal track session. This is actually in the business showcase. And it's a panel that Acquia is putting together. Acquia has, as some of our listeners know, uh, has been funding a program called MAP, Module Acceleration Program, which is basically, hey, Drupal 8's out. What about Contrib? OK, let's put some actual money behind getting the major Contrib modules up and running on Drupal 8. And Palantir has been uh, partnered with them, as have a number of other companies. Uh, So Acquia is providing some funding Partner companies are working at uh, a reduced rate because we're doing community work, essentially. So uh, my main role, your main main work f- uh, for the last few months has been the Workbench module, the Workbench moderation module for Drupal 8, as well as the uh, multi-version workspace uh, deploy suite that I've been collaborating with uh, some other developers on uh, at Pfizer. So the idea here is just a panel of you know people who have been working as part of this program saying okay what is it why is it what are the benefits of it what does it mean for contributing to open source um, teaser contributing to open source is a viable and important part of any business that's using it and it is a worthwhile investment now you can come to the session to hear the details of that
0: cool all right so the last session is George's session finding your purpose as a Drupal agency.
2: Yes, uh, so I'm gonna be doing a session in the business track. Um, it's a little bit, uh, for those who might have seen uh, the session that I did for DrupalCon Barcelona last fall, uh, it's a little bit of a sequel to that session. Uh, and essentially what I'm gonna be talking about are, are some of the, uh, the kind of challenges. Last year was a, a fairly challenging time for a lot of uh, companies in the Drupal ecosystem. Uh, everyone was kind of waiting for Drupal 8 to come out. Uh, a lot of folks were holding off on starting new projects because of that. And uh, so I'm going to talk a little bit about that. I'm uh, I'm reaching out to some other folks, uh, other companies in the Drupal ecosystem, hoping to get uh, them to share some of their perspectives as well. Um, but then talking about, um, you know, how particularly during challenging times, but even during any time in general, uh, the value and of of defining, you know, your purpose as an agency, right? So talking about your your vision, your values, and how those things really come together uh, and and enable you to you know really have kind of a focus for you know where you're taking your company uh, and and not just how. Uh, you run your agency but um, but also why uh, which I think is a question that doesn't get asked often enough and uh, so I'm really looking forward to that Uh, you know folks uh, who might be interested in this it's not just for people who own Drupal companies but you know if you are involved in or interested in any way uh, about how companies are run um, you know and and even I mean, I'm not really going to be talking that much about Drupal in particular. Uh, You know, I think it would be a really valuable session for folks, Uh, you know, obviously non-technical. But, um, yeah, and I'll I'll probably have one of the things I I do with my talks is a lot of analogies. So I'll probably have some some pretty entertaining analogies for, for folks.
0: Great. Well, as Lauren touched on, beyond the sessions, DrupalCon is also about the social life and the socializing and the community around it. So what am I to expect as a newbie going to my very first one after the daily sessions are over?
3: Expect to be overwhelmed, expect to be bombarded, and expect a little debauchery. Um, I, I think you'll be entertained, to say the least. Um, but everybody is very friendly. Everybody wants to buy you a drink and to hear your thoughts. And everybody wants to argue. So be willing to defend your ideas because it will come, and you might change your mind and you might change somebody else's, but that's that's the glory in all of it. And I found um, I found a lot more meaning come from the conversations outside of the sessions than sometimes during them. And so I always encourage especially, first time Drupalers or first time con goers to don't stop at the sessions, go to the after stuff, even if, even if you don't drink, even if you just want to sit there and have water and talk to people or have a Coke, you know, it doesn't have to be about the drinking, but it's a really great place to, to socialize and share ideas. So I understand that in the past, there's been things like trivia night
0: or karaoke or just meeting at Ping pong, you know what's.
2: <laughs> well, in fact, there is a trivia night on Thursday, and we are sponsoring it, ah. uh, as we have for the last uh, couple Drupal cons, uh, and and it for me at least, I it, it's one of the highlights uh, of of the whole event. And uh, uh, yes, uh, the the key is uh, you know try to try to find a table with with people who have been around the community a little while um but the questions can be all over the place and uh you know and sometimes even uh they they actually often give credit for having someone who it's their first Drupalcon at your table.
0: What? So you get like a like frequent flyer miles sort of for your, for your very first one? <laughs> yeah,
1: it, I believe you get like it, I think it varies by year but you get an extra bonus point for every person at your and your team who's at their first Drupalcon. I believe so. If it's your first time with a DrupalCon, that makes you a valuable commodity. So show up anyway.
0: (laughs) I should wear a sign. Uh,
1: And I think there's actually a penalty if uh, someone on your team is a core committer. So don't always go for the table with all of the the lead developers because you get a penalty for having them on your team.
0: Interesting, okay.
1: (laughs) I'm not a core committer, so I I have no penalty one way or another.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and, and the trivia night, the trivia night is on Thursday night, and I know a lot of folks uh, may feel tempted to like leave early because Thursday is the last day of sessions, but definitely stick around. Uh, you know, stick around for trivia night on Thursday, and stick around for the sprints on Friday as well. Uh, you know, uh, folks are generally fairly tired by that point, but uh, sometimes it's uh, being being tired at that place really kind of just lets you focus <laughs> on, on on getting cool stuff done. And it's not just code. It's uh, all sorts of things. There's documentation, sprints. Uh, you know, we'll often do some community work as well. All sorts of things going on, uh, even after the sessions are over.
3: Yeah, definitely. It's an exhausting week, and it's a long one. Um, but... Those sprints at the end, those make the difference. That's that's how you really get involved, and that's how you really learn stuff. Um, so don't ever think that, oh, I'm I'm not an engineer, or I I don't know how to do this, because if you show up, we will find a job for you.
1: There's a number of people at the sprints every year uh, whose job is, it's just part of the sprints, to mentor people in getting started. Get your dev environment set up, figure out where to find issues to work on, uh, figure out if you want to do code or documentation or usability testing or whatever else you're going to do. You know, whatever you're interested in, there's a use for it, and there's someone who can hold your hand along the way to get involved in it. So, yeah, Drup- DrupalCon doesn't end on Thursday. DrupalCon ends on Saturday.
0: <laughs> That's a long conference. It is. Sunday yes. to Saturday, pretty much.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but for all of that, it's one of the cheapest conferences around for that length of time. Okay. So it, it's definitely worth, worth the value of going.
0: So let's then delve into just the exhibition space and the vendor space. Um, what can attendees expect from going into the vendor room besides being thrown a whole lot of swag You know, between pencils and buttons and tattoos and all sorts of things?
3: Um, so there's the swag. Which is always wonderful and you will find some really cool and unique swag um depending on what booth you're at but what i think is funny having having worked a booth before is is you'll see that vendors kind of use it as bait they'll watch you walk by and they'll watch you want it but not want to talk to people because like larry said earlier we're all introverts we're just pretending for the week and um so They'll kind of bait you with it, and they'll they'll get you to talk, and they'll start start with something small and introductory, and you might find yourself really connecting with people you didn't expect.
1: But people are generally not too pushy about it uh, most of the time, uh, but yeah, but yeah, it's tech conferences are where introverts go to cosplay extroverts.
2: So so as somebody who's been to a lot of different uh, conferences and seen a lot of different kinds of exhibition spaces, um, you know, and exhibit halls and vendor booths and all that stuff, um, I really love the DrupalCon exhibit hall. It's because it's a lot. It's a lot more down to earth. It's a lot less salesy than most other conferences out there. Uh, you know, you you definitely have folks who you know will. Put a little flair on their booth, or have some wacky promotion, or something like that. But uh, it, uh, it it doesn't feel forced, right? In in the way that uh, that it does as at many other kinds of conferences. You can really can, you know, go up, as Lauren said, you know, just go up and talk to people and have a conversation. And uh, most of the time, uh, yeah, they'll be <laughs> more than happy to like talk to you, not just to convert the sale or whatever,
0: right. So, of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that we have a booth and we're going to be luring people in with our swag as well.
1: (laughs) Come to our booth. Say hi. We've got swag.
0: That's right. Come to our booth. Say hi. We have swag. Um, There are going to be about seven or eight of us there this year. um, And we are booth 222, 222. So come visit. And the website for DrupalCon is?
1: DrupalCon.org. It'll redirect you to what the actual URL is. Perfect. One final note: Tuesday, you go to the prenote. That's not even a question. You go to the prenote. Everyone goes to the prenote.
2: Yeah. So, so, so the prenote is uh, kind of a tradition that's sprung up over the last know, five or six years or so, and it it's it's the presentation that occurs before the keynote on Tuesday, and uh, it's generally put together by the same group of people. It's. Uh, intended uh, for people who uh, have never been to DrupalCon before, but it's, it is enjoyable by everyone, and they go to great lengths to make it incredibly enjoyable. So in the past, uh, you know, there was a one that was all themed around Disney musicals. Uh, they're very often tied into the, uh, the culture of, of the location where DrupalCon is being held, uh, occasionally in the past uh, we have even seen Larry up on stage <laughs> and, and doing in, singing and dancing
0: and wearing inappropriate things <laughs> <laughs>
1: those things are very appropriate given the character I was playing
0: fair enough yeah. Fair enough.
1: Um, without giving too much away this year is more musical numbers uh, and I'm sure there will be shenanigans <laughs> we're, we're actually still working on it as we speak but uh, expect shenanigans you want to be at the prenote; it's worth waking up early for
0: early? how early is it?
1: it's before the opening keynote on Tuesday so I don't know, what, the, what time does it start? the prenote is at 8am and it's worth being up and in this, the conference center at 8am for
0: alright, well good, I look forward to it thank you all for joining me I'm very excited to go to my first DrupalCon thanks so much
3: Thanks for joining us, and you can find us at DrupalCon.
1: Thank you. See you in New Orleans. See you in New Orleans. Let's have some fun and learn stuff. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening.
0: If you want to hear more episodes of On the Air with Palantir, make sure to subscribe on our website at palantir.net. There you can also read our blog and see our work. Each of these episodes is also available on iTunes. And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Palantir. Hope to see you at DrupalCon New Orleans.